welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast, a podcast about sharing stories on the struggles and successes of real life, healthy living for the family. From easy ways to get your kiddos to eat more fruits and veggies, to finding what works to feeling your best through moving more. A resource for moms with ideas for fitting it all in. <laughs> Cut the baloney of the food shaming or the guilt of the not making the picture perfect lunches and keep the focus on you doing your best you. Join us as we talk to mom experts in their fields as they share their best advice on what is working for them and relish in the laughs on the things that have not worked. Let us learn from each other on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Welcome to episode four. Whoa. I'm Stacy Mitchell, and today on the podcast, I lead a solo discussion about making peace with food. This is a big one. We talk about cravings, anxiety, stress eating, and more. We have so much to cover, but I can't wait to help you if this is a trouble area for you. So let's begin. Hello, everyone. Oh, goodness. This is a big one, a big topic, and I'm just going to probably touch on it a bit. Anyway, okay, first of all, thanks again for listening. Thanks for joining me. I'm so excited to have you. Today's topic, I am speaking all of this from the heart. No scientific studies, no BS supplements, just me. What I've learned, what I teach, and why I am here to help. First, I want to give you a big hug and tell you you're not alone if you're feeling like this. There is nothing wrong with you, and dealing with stress eating can come and go in our lives, okay? So... Let's talk about how we, how we may think about food. Is food always on your mind? Are you ever thinking about what to have for your next meal? Do you turn towards food as a way to feel better? Mm. I say yes to quite a few of these questions. <laughs> I do believe the mind is immensely powerful when we think about food. It can lead us towards cravings by our thoughts of foods, you know, smells, sights of food, of different foods, and we think we're hungry. Um, one time I remember my husband said that he forgot to eat lunch. And I was like, what? You forgot? You mean like you just didn't think about food for hours and didn't eat? <laughs> I find this hard to believe because I'm not sure if that has happened to me. <laughs> Well, maybe. Okay. I take that back. Maybe after I had like my first child, I was so anxious and just making sure she was okay that I didn't think about food. But you know, that caught up with me after weeks of nursing. <laughs> anyway, I am not one to forget about eating lunch. I'll usually look at the clock and ask myself, is 1030 too early to eat lunch? <laughs> Anyone out there? Um, food is on the mind and I feel like my puppy. If she sees food or smells food, she's ready to go. She's like, feed me. Where's the food? Okay. And yes, food is on the mind, but do you turn to food in times of stress or when you're anxious? Do you overeat a bag of cookies just to feel better? Mm, yeah. Oh, goodness. This is tricky, but 
I share a couple of questions to ask yourself that might help and make you more aware of your feelings, actions, and why. Why am I doing this? How do I stop it? This is so hard. But what I'm going to cover may not be the quick fix solution, but at least it has your mind becoming more aware of the instant actions that we may be able to slowly break away from stress eating. I want to give a little disclaimer because at the beginning of quarantine, I was not a fan of hearing advice from others on how to stop eating during a pandemic. I was thinking, come on, food is one of the few enjoyments we have right now, so let's bake away and eat. And then six months later, it's like, well, (laughs) oh, so Give yourself some grace, some time, because these times are ones that we have never seen before. And with that said, I will now put my professional hat on and talk about questions to ask yourself to decide if you're really hungry. Okay, number one. This kind of goes with a lot. Make sure you're hydrated. Sometimes the thirst and hunger can be tricky. I talk about making a water station in episode number two and always having that water available. As we make the habit attractive, easy, and obvious, the habit become instant, a no-brainer. And water can be satisfying by dismissing those hunger signals. I say water first, and I still struggle with this. Sometimes water is not as exciting. Maybe a flavored drink or sparkling water or even having a different water bottle. Um, I found my silicone reusable straws in my drawer. And those just seem to help me drink more water. You get the idea. Okay, so you always think about your hydration. However, water is not always the trick, as our bodies are supposed to tell us when we are hungry. And if you honor those signals, it can get easier to decipher. So another question to ask yourself is, do leftovers sound good? Okay, you may have heard of the hunger scale and there are about 10 different levels to consider. But at that time of hunger, mm, I don't always have that hunger scale to think and map out each level. Okay, so that's why I say do leftovers sound good because it cuts right to the point. Okay, if you say yes to leftovers, then it's probably time for a meal or something more substantial. If you say no and you are still listening to your body, and you still need a little something, then a filling snack will do the trick. For snacks, remember, protein and fiber to make it most fulfilling. Okay, those are very basic things to think about, but sometimes we forget about the little things, and that's why I wanted to go over it. Now, we're gonna talk a little bit more about how to navigate eating when stressed. Whew, this is a big one. This has been a real big one for me. Um, You know, as humans, food make us feel good. We know exactly what type of food can help us feel better. Will the peanut M&Ms make us feel better at a low time? Or will the potato chips? Hmm. (laughs) Question of the day. (laughs) We all have different foods we turn to. And it can change as our mood changes, right? Food is an easy fix. It's accessible. And that's why we go to it. It is a vicious cycle, right? And it's tough. And we may be at different levels. So 
First, we are going to bring awareness to our feelings and habits, the why, okay? If we are aware of our feelings and we know we are stress eating, even though we're not hungry, let's find some other things. Okay, so think of three things that you can do besides eating, okay? You don't have to post this list. You don't have to tell anyone about it. Just memorize three easy things, okay? When those triggers of stress, anxiety, or loneliness set in, what can you do besides eating? It could be go for a walk, turn on a podcast, jamming out to music. I always do that. Um, call a friend, whatever it may be to make you feel a little bit better because that is why you turn towards the food, to feel better, right? Again, this may not be the solution, but you are slowly becoming aware of your actions and feelings. And that is my goal right here. Become aware of those actions. Um, it may take months or years to figure this out, but at least you can say yes or no to stress eating if that is what you are doing. Next topic, I'm going over these kind of fast. We will dig deeper later. Next topic, I'm going to talk about cravings. How to deal with cravings. How to deal with cravings in the stage of hunger. You are hungry. You're ready for those leftovers. Now you're craving something, okay? We are going to talk about how to satisfy those cravings without going overboard, without going crazy or making you feel like you ate way too much. I do believe in listening to your body and honoring your cravings, okay? First, I want to tell you a story about why you should honor your cravings. I truly believe if you don't satisfy your cravings, it can bite you in the butt. Uh, has that ever happened to you? You eat a bag of carrots just to fulfill the chocolate fix and then you eat a bag of chocolate chips? <laughs> honor those cravings. By honoring your cravings, help make peace with food. Live a life where you can enjoy and love your body. I know, this is easier said than done, right? But we have to start somewhere. Trying to find balance, a balance of contentment. Wherever you are with these issues, whether you are at a teeter-totter balancing act or have no idea where to start, let me tell you a story of why I believe that all foods can fit in the diet. Okay, this might be far-fetched. Maybe it's a tangent story, but I'm going to tell you it anyway because it it does have a point and it's kind of funny. Okay. When I was a teenager, I always had the best birthdays. Like my mom made the best food. My friends raved about it. We're talking about pans of monkey bread that she would make. Oh my gosh. Um, and by the way, I made that for my daughter's birthday party and only one girl ate it out of seven. I was like, what? Who are these kids? Anyway, my mom had the most amazing buffet for meals, and we always had any and every snack, including a fridge stocked with every variety of pop. It was so awesome. And for each party, I always invited all the girls in my class. Never wanted to leave anyone out, so I'm pretty sure for kindergarten, I think I had like 16 girls. But <laughs> I do remember when I was a teenager one of those years, I invited the smartest girl in the class. The girl that was not allowed to listen to the music on the radio, nor eat junk food. Let's just call her Sally. Sally was out of the loop with our favorite Paula Abdul songs. 
and she never tried Doritos or Mountain Dew. I remember my friends and I were shocked. We were like, what? Are you serious? <laughs> well, let's just say Sally went a bit bonkers at my birthday party. She devoured that bag of chips and finished off caffeinated beverages. And my friends and I thought we ruined her. <laughs> She was now cool, enjoying the junk food and singing to Forever Your Girl, while we all did makeovers with lots of makeup and loads of hairspray. Oh, so much fun. So, to make my point, let's not be a Sally. Let's not go bonkers with the food because we tell ourselves we can't have that certain food or foods. And let's learn to love all foods, okay? Stop the food shaming. Find the balance in loving delicious and nutritious foods while enjoying your favorite salads. But that also means you can have a cupcake too, right? Or anything else. <laughs> if you find this to be a scary ground for you, then let's start in baby steps. Make sure you're fully nourished with fruits, veggies, protein, filling carbs before you enjoy a little dessert or whatever that may be. And maybe find a treat that is pre-packaged so you don't go overboard with an open bag of chips or bucket of ice cream. I like to have like a fudge bar or a mini ice cream sandwich or maybe a square of chocolate, something pre-packaged, okay? So we are trying to make peace with food. Let's start small. Talk to someone if you can't do this alone, but I believe if you slowly become aware of your actions, satisfy your cravings while listening to your body, you can find balance in loving all foods while still feeling good in your body. It's when we go crazy, when we eat too much, that we don't feel good about ourselves. The guilt sets in and let's stop. Enjoy all foods in moderate portions while still feeling good about the food we ate and comfortable in our own skin. I'm going to add a couple of links in the notes to provide some great starter ideas for satisfying your sweet tooth. I will also share my best energy bite recipe. Ooh, by the way, these are amazing with mini M&Ms. And um, the chocolate lover date bites. These two recipes really help satisfy a sweet craving without going overboard. I will also add snack ideas because I feel if we let ourselves go hungry for too long, oh, yikes, that's where we get into some poor decisions. <laughs> these snacks are filling and satisfying, and you can find your favorites from sweet to savory. So I just want to help out there. I could talk hours about this topic, but everyone is at a different stage, and I covered just a few of the basic tips or questions to ask yourself to start that process. Am I hungry? Have I been hydrated? Do leftovers sound good? Am I really stress eating? Why, why am I stress eating? What's causing this? You get the idea, right? So I hope this helps you. And I'm sure we will cover more on this topic because there is so much to get to. If you have a show request or any questions, feel free to reach out to me, email me, direct message me, and I would love to hear from you. But until next time, and thank you so much for joining me at the Daily Dietitian Podcast.